This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Chiefs Radio Network color analyst, Danon Hughes. Nice slant route. This is a business decision. You know you're going to take a lump. And former linebacker, Sean Barber. There's a thing called street justice. You take care of yours. Yeah. You take care of your family, take care of your chicken, take care of your money. <laughs> on your official broadcast partner of the Kansas City Chiefs, 610 Sports Radio. What's good, Chiefs Kingdom, Kansas City? We are back in the building. It is players only, as we are each and every Thursday during the Chiefs football season, 6 to 7, every Thursday night. And normally, I would introduce the partner to my left. But as I'm sitting here with my special guest, he's looking to his left. I'm looking to my left, and there's a seat empty. Now, for all you listeners out there, the text line cats, you know what that means. I'm not going to broadcast it, but you know there's somebody that's missing in the equation. So I had to go to the bullpen again just in case my man doesn't show up. And I had to go to the bullpen. And just like real cats from Jersey, we got to go all the way to Jersey to get another cat that's going to be reliable, solid, auto, fill in the blank. And I am here with our special guest from Jersey via via, uh, way of Penn State, longtime chief, going to be on the Ring of Honor sometime soon, I'm sure, Mr. Tamba Holly Ali. How you doing, Tamba? Dana, I'm doing wonderful. That was a that was a great uh, introduction. <laughs> I, I gotta say, thank you, thank you. We got Jersey in the house, man. We gotta take care of each other. If we don't take care of each other, who will? Yeah, Jersey, Jersey all day, man. Yeah, I appreciate you coming out, man. This was kind of last second. I I texted you earlier, um, or yesterday was it? I think it was last night or, or early today to see if you can come in. And you know, I really appreciate you. Always admired you as a player. Uh, admired you coming out of the draft. Obviously, me going to University of Iowa, I paid attention to Big Ten football. So while you were, you know, making your way through the Big Ten, wreaking havoc against my Hawkeyes, wow. uh, I paid attention. And obviously, you come to Kansas City, so I became a fan, uh, big time fan. Because you know, for me, even though you were a top pick and had a long career, I always watched you as a blue-collar cat. Like, you were a blue-collar player that had a never-ending end, never engine. You know, you played through the whistle, like, back in back in the old school for all the listeners out there. Like, I was coached on playing through the echo of the whistle. Like, you didn't play <laughs> to the whistle. You played through the echo of the whistle. And there's, a, there's several cats that come and go. You, Derek Johnson, that come to mind. Uh, Hugh, uh, you know, Houston, um... Gosh, Eric, Jared Eric, Allen, yeah, Eric Berry, Eric Berry. There's several cats that like uh, epitomize that kind of mindset. You played through the echo of a whistle, and I think that endeared you more than the stats uh, to the fans. Uh, got you your respect around the league, uh, Pro Bowls, etc. Because that engine, it, everybody don't have it. So I, I just want to let you know I appreciated that. I saw it. Uh, I think a lot of times we as players, we don't realize what other players see, mm-hmm. especially older players. Like, you know, we, we were in an ambassador meeting last night, and we got guys and the ambassadors that played with the Dallas Texans. I don't know if you met everybody yet, 
I've met a few a people. A few. Yeah. But there's guys that played in the Dallas Texans. So we got 60, 70 years of Chiefs history, history yeah. represented in one room uh, for the Chiefs ambassadors, still doing great things in the community. And I know when we watch games together, like you see guys' eyes light up when they watch players like you play, where that that passion showed. And I know the Chiefs Kingdom is going to come out strong. Remember the text line and the phone lines are open, 913-586-7610. So get your notes in and, and questions in for Tomba here. But, uh, yeah, that's that's what I saw of you. So, man, much respect. I appreciate that, man. Um, that that was that was a lot, <laughs> <laughs> but no. But from my take, it, just you know, listening to what you're saying, as a player, we don't we don't we don't you know know what's happening. We're mm-hmm. on the field, you know. There are people who came before us, and now they're fan, they're watching us. You know, yeah. we don't know that. And then we like I left the game, and now I'm surrounded by former players, realizing they know me more than I know <laughs> them. You know, and so it. You know, it's it's something to say about it. It's a humbling it's it's a humbling experience again. You know, it's kind of getting into a brotherhood and, yeah. and realizing, man, that you know, there are people that came before you and they're gonna kinda help you to navigate life after football. And and that's a key point. And that's what I always appreciated about the ambassadors and the NFL alumni and uh, you know, the trust and the legends group with Will Shields is that like most players and I I'll be interested in you most players don't necessarily miss the action on the field. They miss the camaraderie in the locker room and that yeah. connection and the, the interactions you have. And those those entities allow us to still stay connected. So I appreciate that you've kind of gravitated towards the, the Chiefs ambassadors and that we can have those opportunities to chop it up and, and just kind of chill. Like you said, you don't know the guys of the past. It's hard. Yeah. Because, yeah. I mean, we may pass you in the locker room or pass you on the sideline, but you was focused on playing. Mm. You had your teammates. So you just look like I know I looked at them like, oh, that's an older guy. Oh, yeah, yeah. he played He played before. Cool. And then you might meet him at a function or a charity. Oh, yeah, nice to meet you. Now the ones that step out are like Bobby Bell. Like you remember them, like Yonstein, you remember the Hall of Famers. Yeah, but the other the rest of us is just like passing guys. So yeah. it's good to still have that that unity. I know? agree. Yeah. I mean for me it's you know, what the Chiefs are doing with this ambassador thing, I think, you know, maybe the league should t- take a look at mm-hmm. it. Um be- leaving leaving uh football, you do go through a little bit of time of depression. Yeah. You know, and I experienced that. And the ambassadors really help you start to get back, yeah. you know, realizing that, no, you're more than what you think because you start feeling like a failure. Yeah. You know. Like you were only a football, football player. player. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, it, a lot of kudos to you guys who's done the work for us, who stepping in and, and you know, now we got to amp it up and play a bigger role because that's, you know, that's how it goes. You know what? There was a former teammate of yours, former chief, uh, offensive lineman. He's active on social media. And uh, he made mention uh, that the the most difficult aspect of the transition out of the league was coming to grips with the fact that there's nothing that I will do in life that will make me feel like I did on the field. Is that is that pretty accurate for you as well? I mean, like I know for me, like I went through that same phase where I had to look myself in the mirror and was like, this is the first time that I'm not who I was. Like, I'm no longer who I thought I was. I was a football player. Uh, you know, it wasn't necessarily about being a pro football player. It was about being a football player. And now for the first time since 10 years old, I'm not. Yeah, yeah. It's the same. Um, <clears throat> you, go, you go through transition. Um, uh, you're used to being in the limelight, mm-hmm. um, being on the field, being successful in that realm. And, and that's a gift because there's only a few of us that get to play yeah. at this level. Um, and then when you leave, anything you do, it, it just wouldn't equate. Yeah. The time that you was doing it, you know, the mm-hmm. person you was at the, you know, your mindset, the growth, you know, after you've le- left the game, you realize, wow, that was special. Yeah. It, I was around some really great men, you know, play, mm-hmm. played some great games. We, I mean, it's it, that was a family because you saw them more than your family. True. 
not going to get that outside. And, and like you mentioned that, I thought that was a great point where you said, well, you look from the outside in and you say that was a great time. Yeah. Did you realize during the time that it was great or did you just feel like this is just what I'm doing? Like this is what I've always done, so I'm doing it. I, I, I enjoyed the time. I loved it. At times, I th- I thought I could do it forever. Uh-huh. Yeah, I, you know, that's a discredit because at one point I should have been resting, but I was always working. Mm-hmm. So I couldn't, There's a you know, I was focused on just being the best player and helping helping the team. Um, leaving the game, looking back, you know, missed those times. Yeah. You know, it was really the, the family, the guys, the spirit in that locker room, you know, those teams. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, that's amazing, man. I, I can tell. You know, I know I'm looking at the text line is, you know, blowing up right now and in regards to you being their favorite player and seeing some of the things that I had said already and, you know, most people with any kind of football brain watched while you were a part of the Chiefs organization and uh, dominating on the football field. Um, There's so many aspects. I want to get your take uh, in this first quarter of the show. And and we'll make sure everybody knows your, your social media and what you have going on out there. I know I got to see you perform last year at the Chiefs Gala. Yeah, uh, you know, hip hop and on the stage. You got a band. You Afro do your music beat. thing, yeah. Afrobeat. Yeah, uh, and that was amazing as well. And I will say, watching you like pouring with sweat on yeah. the stage, you put the same energy into your music as you did with football too. I do. Music is hard. Um, uh, let no one fool you. If you're a true musician, it's a, it's a hard work. It's hard work. And the people that I've been fortunate to work with, you know, really opened my eyes, like how you can use the art, you Mm. know, and, you know, when you're young, you're just doing what they're doing, Yeah. you know, but I'm, I'm, you know, I've been fortunate, but it's a lot of work. Everything that comes with music, if you're not, if you're not into it, you don't want to learn it. Ah, you won't succeed in it. Yeah, that's life lessons. Mm-hmm. I mean, we know that on the football field. You know that in the music world. I'm in. A, I'm a mortgage banker. I do the Chiefs broadcast. I'm here doing this show. You get out what you put in. Yeah. And if you're going to put in the hard work, and a lot of times if people follow me on Twitter and social media, uh, where ki- I coached kids in the past, mentor guys, HWPO, hard work pays off. Like I'll put a hashtag right after Whatever somebody's telling me about a kid that got to play varsity, a, a, another kid got a scholarship or somebody got drafted, I'm like, HWPO, hard work always pays off. off. It might pay off differently for people, mm-hmm. but it always pays off. It never doesn't pay off. Yeah, no, I agree. A hundred percent. The people that deserve what they're getting has put the time in. Yeah. So last week, before we go to break, we got a couple of minutes What's your take on this Chiefs team against the Broncos? You obviously faced them for, gosh, forever, uh, twice a year forever, basically. And so did I 12 times, actually 13 times playing them because we played them in the playoffs. Uh, <laughs> like people have criticized this team because we play tight games against not really good teams. Yeah. But I would contend that there's something different about playing in your division against your division foes. And you look at this Chiefs team, as good as we are, 13-3. and three, um, You look at a one-point game against the Raiders, uh, three-point games against both Broncos teams, tight games against the Chargers. Like, even though those, those teams are inferior to us as far as, as, far as the um, record – there's still fight. Like we should, even though we have, we know we have the greatest, great quarterback in the league, and we're we're having a great season. Like, mm-hmm. like you were on that field as well. You know how tough it is to win in the NFL. Never mind beating divisional. a team, a divisional foe. Yeah. No, I agree. Um, regardless of the record, um, these guys they play each other twice a year, and most of these guys who's probably on the team have been there a little longer, so they know what's happening. Mm-hmm. They know the history, and the games are always going to be tight. Um, especially right now, being this is the last game. These guys are beat up, yeah. So you're not going, you're not expecting them to come out and put up forty. It's a good game. You're going to mm-hmm. see a good game. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, Patrick would do what he needs to do. Our defense is, you know, that's where we're all worried about. You know, Russell, yeah. Russell Wilson is probably getting, you know, the picture now where he is in 
Denver and how things should pan out. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's gonna—it's not gonna be easy. Uh, we are a good team, but it's always a test. It's—it's it's always zero-zero. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it's tough to win in the NFL, and you know, I'm not a gambling person. I know we got a a betting show that come on comes on after this, but I will tell you, I think uh, over these last four or five weeks, we've been double-digit favors favorites. And if I was a gambling man, I would have gambled that we wouldn't have covered the spread just because of the nature of who we were playing and where we, like you said, where we are in the season mm-hmm. and putting up a 40 piece probably wasn't going to be in the cards. Uh, so tight games and let's face it, we should be satisfied with the fact and you were on teams like I was where there are some teams in the league that can't figure out how not to lose. And there's some teams in the league that figure out how to win How to win and tight games I'd rather be on the side with the teams like we've had yeah. that figure out how to way, how ways to win. And we are sitting at 13-3. and three. The Broncos are behind us. When we get to the fourth quarter of the show, we'll talk about the Raiders. I guess we got to talk about them a little bit. But next segment is normally the hot take, hot fire take. Tamba and I have been through stuff on the football field. There was a serious, serious serious situation that occurred this past weekend. And if you're a sports fan, you would know about it. We're going to chop it up about that when we get back. This is Players Only with Damon Hughes and Sean Barber. Thursday nights at 6 on your official broadcast partner at the Kansas City Chiefs 610 Sports Radio. Bono looking to pass the football. Goes in the middle. Pass is cut. Touchdown, Kansas City. Touchdown, Chiefs. Touchdown, Chiefs. Daniel Hughes took the bullet over the middle from Steve Bono. First and 10 for the Chiefs at the 14 of the Steelers. Halfback pass. Marcus Allen right side. Touchdown, Kansas City. Daniel Hughes from Marcus Allen. Expert analysis, news, and views. From Chiefs Radio Network color analyst, Danon Hughes. This so-called number one defense in the NFL that hadn't played anybody during the last part of the season. And we showed who was the best team on this field and deserved to host another AFC championship for four straight years. But you can call him D-Niles. Just call me D-Niles. All right, we are back in the building, players only. Love that part of the intro. I don't really like when you play Sean Barber's intro, but I like that intro better. We're not going to play Sean Barber's intro today because there's nothing to really intro. Right? There's no one here to absorb that intro. But we are back, and I am Danon Hughes. I failed to introduce myself earlier. Danon Hughes, you can follow me at DAHughesGuy83 on Twitter and at Danon Hughes on Instagram. Tomba, you got uh, Instagram? Yeah, uh, Tamba Holly 91 for Twitter and uh, Tamba Holly for Instagram. Cool, cool. So follow them right now. We got the phone lines and the text lines open. We'll get to that possibly at the end of this segment, but definitely during the third quarter of this show. I see you, Dan. We'll get to you. 913-586-7610. So, Tamba, as we ended that first quarter show, you know, recapping this past weekend, there was, there was a situation that unfolded that not only impacted this past weekend, but has literally impacted people this entire week. I mean, we're, we're talking about four days after and even uh, anticipating through this weekend and for the foreseeable future, uh, DeMar, DeMar Hamlin yeah. and, you know, that situation on the field against the Bengals. Uh, we hear the 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 better news now mm-hmm. that's happening. But, like, I want to bring us back to that time, to when it's happening on the field. Uh, I've mentioned on Bob Fesco's show in the morning and some of the segments I've done where I've seen guys blow out their knees. I've seen broken bones. I've seen concussions. I was a guy that got knocked, not just knocked out, but lost all feeling in my body on the field and then wind up getting the tingling back and being helped off and, Fortunately, was able to use all my faculties. You were a teammate and part of this organization uh, during likely the darkest time that I could remember. Yeah, uh, Javon Belcher was your teammate, and he, you know, took his own life. For all the listeners out there, 
that may not remember or weren't part uh, of this chief's kingdom during that time. Uh, he took his own life in the parking lot of the, of the facility. Uh, and I believe it was a Saturday before you guys had to play on Sunday. So it wasn't yeah. game day, but it was the literally 24 hours before you had to go out and play. Take us through that entire dynamic. And then I want to ask a follow-up question about how you got you guys were able to get right for that game that next day. Um, <clears throat> um, you know, touching on the subject, you know, what happened with Hamlin, um, it's tough. You know, it's tough to see uh, the entire world gets to see that. Um, being a teammate of Javon, I, last time I remember him was just he was taking a knee on the field, talking to coach, and next day, uh, we had uh, fortunate events. We're all driving to work. I, I remember I was driving to work, and I got the call that, you know, don't come in the facility, go back, um, and these things have happened. Um, you know, it was just disturbing because, you know, it's – I, I couldn't say I saw that coming from Javon. I knew he was I knew he was a little hothead, mm-hmm. you know, because he played that mean. My best friend played football up there, and he told me, he said, just, you know, watch Javon, you know, try to take care of him. Um, but I didn't know, I, I just, I couldn't tell you that something he, he would have done. Um, but the, the way the chiefs handle it, um, they gave us, you know, they took, we didn't practice at all. We didn't meet at all. We just met that next day and we knew what we had to do. We had a good preparation for the game, but following, um, the chiefs, uh, was able to bring in different doctors because it was a tragic time and yeah. people didn't know how to handle it. So psychologists was available um, meetings were a little down, and, and we're having a down year that year, but meetings are down, and players are, you know, going through almost like a debriefing mm-hmm. where because these things don't, it's, you know, that's that's not natural. Yeah, you know, that's not, not something we wish for. And, um, you know, and the family that, that had to deal with it. Um, but, you know, I, I think the Chiefs handled it well, and, you know, the league did their best at the time when it happened. Um, and... But this one that happened, it was the whole country saw. Yeah, Monday know? Night Football. Yeah, they, the whole country got to see, like, the reality of us not just being football players now. Yeah. This is a human, you know. I think, the, I think a lot of fans and what I've seen on Twitter and some of the questions I've gotten from different friends that are non-football affiliated have been, like, how do you – like, I think the wondering of how do you guys go back on the field? Like, you were in a situation where 24 hours later you had to go and do your job, and you were one teammate less uh, as a part of that. Like, and how do you, and I tell people, like, we compartmentalize. Mm-hmm. Like, we put it in a box, and whether it's family, it could be a family death away from, you know, back in Jersey or something like that. Like, I'm going to box this whole Chiefs football thing up. And everything else around can be going crazy, but I got this tunnel vision for these 60 minutes. Now, after these 60 minutes, I don't know how where I'm going to be mentally. Right. You know, but for these 60 minutes, I'm going to be all right. But, like, you guys, in witnessing that and then having to experience it, you were at home, you played at home, and the caveat, you're playing the best team in the league undefeated at that time, and you guys were able to get your mind around football. Mm-hmm. It's tough. Um, you know, football is our love. As we're playing it, as you get to that level, obviously you have loved ones, but that's what you love. And we come together to play it. And when something happen like happens like that, it, it's hard to go out there to do it. And, but you have to. You know, mm-hmm. we're, we're conditioned like that. We're conditioned. We get hurt. We know how to band-aid it and go out there and play. Um, but it's tough. I mean, because families are grieving. And, yeah, you're going in with, you know, you, the, the the situation just is, it becomes tough on your mind. But you become stronger. It makes you strong. It brings able- everybody together, I'm sure. The yeah. Whole team. Yeah. It brings people together. It brings everyone together. Bring close. It's just, but it's hard. Yeah. And it's, it's, it's one of those things. It's like you're losing a loved one and then you go out to play a game. You know, and it, the best thing I think that happens is you do play the game. It's almost like that's a way of release for that's us. It's a too. therapy. Yeah. yeah. Do you feel like that was of your extended career, 12 years in the league, uh, do you feel like that was the most emotional draining 
and emotionally fulfilling time between the 12 between the 24 hours like drained because of him taking his life but then fulfilled because you guys were able to come together for that specific win yeah i remember even when we won the game it wasn't much joy oh you know the, the reality is still there we played we loved it we won but it, the it joy was, in the locker room is still not was different yeah gotcha all right, we got Sean Barber here, Barbershop. We appreciate you. I know you've been juggling family stuff. I remember those days. You got six kids. I got five kids. Tom, how many kids you got? Five. Five. So we got five, five, and six represented in here. And uh, Yeah, we some men's men around this Men's piece. men. <laughs> <laughs> we planted the seeds. Man, 16 strong. Three guys, 16 strong, bro. <laughs> the seeds been planted, I guess. Hey, we some farmers. We know how to plant. We got we some farmers in here, so Barbershop. I, I I hate to bring you in on this topic. But, oh no, man! Listen, you know. Belcher. I mean, that's a line, but we we share the same number, fifty nine. Mm. Um, uh, it, it's 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 tough sometimes um, to discuss it, to even witness this, to be a part of it. I mean, once you're a part of a team, no matter you know how you leave the team, you're always a part of that family. And, and the fact that we um, decided once my career was over, me and my wife, to raise our kids here, it even made those roots go even deeper. Mm. Uh, besides just being a former player of the Chiefs, um, now I'm part of this community. And to see what happened and how that all transpired and to be a part of that media cycle during all of that, man, that, it was crazy. It was, it, was, it was an emotional roller coaster, to say the least. And my heart goes out to the team, to the, the teammates and the coaches. And um, even P.O., I mean, everybody was a part of the organization at that time because they had to deal with grief, trauma, and all this other kind of stuff, and then try to, you know, in 24 hours, go, go play a game. Yeah. Remember your calls. Remember your adjustments. Remember, you know, all, all the motions and all the things we, we prepared for, and you're, like, blinking, looking around like, I, no, I lost my, my, my boy. Like, like yeah. I'm, I'm, I, haven't, I haven't processed that yet. Um, you know, earlier today, my financial advisor called in to, you know, talk about some stuff as far as our insurance and stuff, and then, uh, later on, uh, somebody else, you know, a close friend of mine talked about, you know, hey, how, how do football players do it? Like, 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 Barb, what, what would you do about this season and the things going on with the uh, the Bills and the Bengals and stuff? And, and, I, and I honestly, in a real moment, in a, in a real cerebral moment said, I, I thought I built myself to be able to withstand anything yeah. and in about five or ten minutes be able to shut out the world and go play football. Mm-hmm. Because – the, the other linebackers on the field were my friends. They were the guys I wanted to be around with, wanted to hang with. And so if my friend broke his leg, yes, I'm concerned about his leg. I'm concerned about his torn ligaments and his elbow and everything. But I still got a job. I got to go ahead and lead these men and finish this game. And so no matter what that person was on that field and that injury, we, we, we build these, you know, these mental walls to be able to block out the world and go alignment, assignment, execute a task, do it over and over again for 60 minutes, and, and, and if somebody gets hurt, you next man up, we keep moving. Yeah. And, and that's the way I was built as a football player. So. Yeah, I, I would say, you know, for any parents out there that, you know, have shied away from team sports, specifically football, I played football, baseball, basketball. Baseball is my favorite, but I played football for the longest time. Um, when you talk about life lessons that are built, these are what we're talking about. Yeah. Like, the 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 substance, the strength, the will, like you can get that from sports and it can catapult you through life. Like with your family, with your earning, with your raising kids, with your community service. Like when you have that mindset and it's drilled in you as an athlete, specifically in a team sport, it's a life lesson that you're just happening to apply to football, to baseball, to tennis, whatever else. So I encourage people, whether you like football or not, there are life lessons that you learn within those boundaries that will take your child to different levels yeah. uh, that they can never imagine. And I remember before we go to break, like I remember sitting in my locker at times, never with the extent of um, – a teammate dying, but I remember my grandfather passing away before I played. And Mm -hmm. like, I remember being in my locker could have been flying back to Jersey. Um, and I remember just being in a, an emotional state that was like, please let me out of this locker room. This other team has no idea what I'm about to lay on them. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. 
because of all of this that stirred up in me. It wasn't necessary, and it wasn't a diss to my family in Jersey, and I would feel for them, mm-hmm. but these minutes... Somebody got to get these minutes right now. <laughs> Somebody got to get these minutes right now because I got this rage and this anger and this this hurt inside of me, and I just happen to have a football uniform right next to me. So I'm gonna take this thing and go do this thing, and that's that's the wiring that we got, right? It, uh, amen. No, All right. Yeah, yeah. When we come back, that's halftime of players only. When we come back, we got the text line, the phone lines open. Dan, we'll get to you and we'll tackle some texts. This is Players Only with Damon Hughes and Sean Barber. Thursday nights at 6 on your official broadcast partner of the Kansas City Chiefs, 610 Sports Radio. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. He gets buried. He gets destroyed by Sean Barber. When you come late, you don't get a full intro. That's the new rule, Julio. When you come late, you don't get a full intro. You just got introed, Sean Barber. Here I go. That's it. You ain't even get to the part where you can start singing. That's that's the new fine. You silent over there? Because I was looking up something for my man. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Me and Tom was talking about. Got, we got, we was talking about his, his, his D line coach was getting them heated and stuff. And I was talking about Joe Cullen how. We was at University of Richmond. Joe Cullen's our D-line coach now with the Chiefs. And how he, he knew how to push buttons and know how to, man, poke and prod. is like, you know, like a dog when he's eating his food and you put your hand in there and you get bit. Like, that's your fault. Yeah. And ain't that, that, that dog is, I'm out He I'm was eating. minding his own business. I'm eating. You, you came into my, <laughs> in my territory. And that's how Coach Cullen looked at football. Like, like, that's how he eats. Yeah. And if you messing around with your alignment, your assignment, your depth as a linebacker, the timing on blitz, that's like you putting – you messing with his food, food yeah. and he would bite you. Bite you. Oh. And that's what we got now. That's we got, what we're we seeing with Chris Jones and, hey. and them dogs up front with mm-hmm. this team right now, right? Yeah, they're going to eat. All right, we're back. Players only. We got Tamba Ali in, in the building and Sean Barber <laughs> in the building as well. We got the text line. Phone line's open, 913-586-7610. I'll get to this text real quick before from the 954. DT, DJ, T.H., all of my all-time favorites. Hi, Danon. Hi, Tomba. Neil from Lone Jack. We appreciate you, Neil. Uh, you got all those defensive guys on that side. Yeah. He know Favorite what players. About. He, he know what talking about, man. Defense wins championships. I don't know how many times I got to tell you this on that show. Defense wins championships. It's true. Very true. 
You guys, now you went, ain't gonna team you, up on me neither, you, Tom. You, but you ain't gonna go in here. All those games you won. Think about it. Yeah. All right. <laughs> see, see, at least Tom puts a bow on it. He bring me back in. You just try to put a hammer down on my head, saying defense, defense, defense. Now, when you brought Tom, you didn't even know you was bringing two sports stars in here. We got the same. We've been we've been representing about the same age in our entire lives and stuff. You, yeah, so you sports don't even, stars. Alan Herman. Yeah. Oh yeah. Number two. I won't say nothing you, about you, that. Hey, don't be talking about that. No. I, I guess hey. we got three three sports stars in here then. Well, then you should have said that. Or I, I say two and a half because I fired them uh, halfway through. Yeah. Dan and KCK, what's up? <laughs> hey, hey, Dan. Hey, Dan. Hey, uh, Tom. Hi, Sean. How you doing? Yeah, it was a great game by the Chiefs. Yeah, I mean, enough plays to beat the Broncos for the 15th straight year. And I remember your first game, Tom, in 2006 when you uh, beat the San Francisco 49ers 41 nothing. He uh, sacked, uh, had three sacks and two tackles. And Dante Alley wow. had a 60-yard touchdown. And uh, Larry Johnson had a one-yard touchdown return. Now I'm going to get serious. It was it was scary, Dan. I didn't, I never seen anything like that. I've seen players. Uh, yeah, you hurt himself. I know you got hurt a lot and uh it looked like uh Demar was okay when he got up then he just fell down like it was like lightning i know marty probably as uh, probably as you know he got hurt a lot did, did marty ever tell you that uh yeah uh that he ever saw anything like that before i'm glad that the medical staff did a great job of uh, mm-hmm. reviving him and the cincinnati hospital did a great job of taking care of him so that's all i got to say let's take care of the uh, raiders and get the number one seat take care of yourself guys yes sir Appreciate my man Dan. Dan. Dan is the energy boost, Tomba. So you haven't listened to our show, haven't been there. Dan is like our halftime energy boost. Okay. He's like the, the Red Bull followed with the five-hour chaser yeah. that we need right but, in the middle of the show with that energy. Right there. There I got that. that. Hey, Tomba, but, he, but he's also a Dana and Hughes sniper. See, he be trying to... He, he always throws in his little <laughs> comment. Did you hear how he said, like, when Marty, hey, Dana, you know, you got hurt a lot. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't say that. He didn't say that. He said, hey, Dana. I did hear something like that. No, no. Tomba, don't feed into his shenanigans. I heard something I heard said, a lot. You got I, hurt a lot. I heard something I heard a lot. And then he asked you a question. Exactly. You be throwing in these low-key. Low yo, y'all. Julio. I love Dan, man. Don't listen to them. Dan, hey, see? Next they week, manipulating. we got to get that fire. Dan didn't say that. That fire, you know. That, fire, that was heavy. Man. I like that. Dan always be slipping he, that slide. Dan ain't always been... Yeah. Julio, you don't uh, like. Who me I feel off guard. like I didn't know that was. I feel like y'all always trying to team up on me, man. This ain't right. Ain't no teaming up, man. I'm just saying. I listen in depth. I hear the call. You hear I'm, what you want to no, hear? No, no, no. He didn't man. say nothing about no. Dana was always hurt. Bro, he he did. He was going around. He, he, he we ain't got time to go through this. No, we got did. more text messages. We got was Big quick, T. Though. It was quick. It was a that quick was sniper. Quick. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he was like, yeah, I was trying to figure where he was oh, landing. Oh, uh, no. You know, <laughs> he talked about the San, your first game, San Fran. Da, 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 he da, da, did. Da. Dante did. Da, da, da. Then he said, Dana, like, hey man, you've been hurt a lot. You know, uh, Schottenhammer. What did he say to you to right. kind of get you going? And, and you was like looking at me like, did he say that? That was good I commentary. He went all the way back to you. He was with me. That's crazy. Because he was like, yeah, that was weird to see that on Y'all the field. Y'all ain't even right, man. Dana, you've been hurt Y'all a lot. Ain't right. All right, Big T, what you got? <laughs> yeah, hey, hey, guys. Thanks for taking my call. Yeah, Dan, he's a sniper school, man. Yeah, he you got, got You Dan. heard it, Big T. You heard him, didn't you? <laughs> yeah, he, he gets him in there all the time. Dan's slick, and he's a great caller. Yeah. I love Dan. But, but hey, you know, um, so uh, Dana is here tonight. He was on the offense, and then some guy fumbled the ball. He didn't make it in on the defense, but we got the great Tom Ali. Hell yeah, Tom Ali, the sack master. I love watching him play. He rules, baby. We love him. We, we need two more of him on our team right now. But anyway, you know, you guys are talking about Belcher. I think that was a dark, dark moment in, in Chiefs history. I know, and I know this one I'm getting ready to talk about, but the legendary late, great Joe Delaney. I was old, old mm, enough to remember yeah. him, and that shook me. I know it was during the offseason, but he jumped in that pond to save them children. Some kids, yeah. He gave his own life. That guy was just a great human being. I love Joe Delaney. He was just a woolly player to watch, and we all love Joe Delaney. And this just shook me when I was a, when I was a young kid. But, you know, it is Raider week. Uh, uh, Dan talked about Denver. If we beat them this 15 in a row, we're going to go for 16. Who wears 16? The legendary uh, Hall of Famer, the late, great uh, Lenny D. But, you know, it's Raider week, and Lenny D's got uh, some connection to Ben Davidson. Oh, I know yeah. all that stuff doesn't matter anymore, but it is Raider week. They always reside at Loser Avenue and Suck Ass Street. So let's <laughs> beat their asses and go cheese. <laughs> <laughs> Appreciate you, Big T. We got Josh. Josh, what's going on, Josh? Hey, what's going on, fellas? Um, I had a question for Tomba because I'm I'm from Philly. 
And I always had a question, like, with that Penn State and Indy Lion team, who was his favorite teammate? Oh, good question. Um, Appreciate you, Josh. On that team, man, favorite yeah. teammate. I'll, I'll say my favorite teammate will be Michael Robinson. He, yeah. He, uh. yeah, he knew how to bring all of us together. Um, he was very smart. Um, Running back, wide receiver wide kind receiver. of combo dude. Yeah. Right? yeah. Michael was, I mean, he was just down to earth. He wasn't going to hide. Did you play with Larry Johnson at yeah. Penn State too? I did, one yeah. year. One year, that's right. And two, I just, two years with his brother. No, who, Michael Robinson? Yeah, they went on wide receiver. I mean, he was kind of like a Yeah, he played hybrid. all, all yeah, the position until his senior year. Don't talk about Big Ten football from University of Richmond. <laughs> You don't know about this Man, life. Tell me you don't know about this life. There you go. All right. There you go. We got uh, Please Ask Tomba from, <laughs> from 913. Please Ask Tomba how he felt all those sacks he missed on Dorrant due to being held. So how many? Uh, how do you feel about all the sacks you missed when you were damn near every play being held? Well, I, you know, I look back at it. I think it was – you know, for me, the fact that you're holding me most of the time and I'm able to get some sacks, it's a good deal. Um, it says something more about them than you. <laughs> <laughs> you can say it. <laughs> it's a good deal, you know. I'm, we don't want to hurt the quarterback. In the way I play the game, you know, it's good that they held me back. Some things could have <laughs> went wrong. Ugly. Yeah, right. <laughs> I appreciate that, yeah. You know, there's a difference between hurting and being injured. Mm-hmm. Like, we don't want anybody being injured, but inflicting a little pain every once in a while is all right. That's what you're saying. You try to be nice over there, Tom. I'm, I'm trying to be I'll nice, speak but for you. I'm coming. Did, did you, have, did you have, uh, have a chance already to ask Tom about the, you know, sacking the quarterback now and how would he uh, approach with all these new rules and all that kind of stuff? Because we saw uh, the, the guy from the Giants. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? He tried to go out to the quarterback and stop a little bit early, and mm. they, they kept on going. So, so I, I yeah. want to get to that, Tom. But before you tackle that, we're going to go to a break. And when we come back for the fourth quarter of the show, we'll start it off with that. All right. This is Players Only with Damon Hughes and Sean Barber. Thursday nights at 6 on your official broadcast partner of the Kansas City Chiefs, 610 Sports Radio. We got the Barbershop Energy back. Fourth quarter of the show. Players only. Sean Barber, a.k.a. Barbershop. Tom Holly here in the building as our guest. Hope to have him back again because uh, either we need to have him back again or we need more minutes in the show. Steven Spector. Yeah. More right. time. Call the boss man. That's right. More time next year. Check the, no check. justice, no peace. <laughs> <laughs> Sal, put the pictures on the wall, yeah, Sal. We ain't got no pictures on the wall, Sal. All right. So <laughs> you were asking a question? Yeah, uh, man. You know, again, just curious about Tom and his excellence. Obviously, we, you know, the text line is just blowing up about uh, your fans just enamored with the way you got to the quarterback. And, and after being out a, a few years and, and seeing the things we've had to see this current year, you know, specifically with – the flags being thrown on Chris Jones or uh, Mike Dana or whoever, mm-hmm. um, getting to the quarterback and because after the hit you put too much body weight on them. And even when you do bar your arms or do do everything you can to keep it on there, they still get it's it's a lose lose scenario. So like like what do you what would you tell if you was Tom Bali D line coach coaching up your D line and they saying hey coach what you want me to do like how how, how can I get there with these kind of rules. Well, I, I think that these guys just got to be conscious of the quarterback. Um, you don't have to change your style of play. I think you really just have to be conscious on how you're going to uh, sack the quarterback. Is it going to be a grab and pull down? Is it going to be a let's get the ball out? Um, but you got to award um, the league for trying to protect the player that's kind of defenseless. You know, we're guys, we lift, we run, and we're strong, we're big. These guys don't do nothing. Yeah. <laughs> well, I don't nowadays though. Like, no, no, I mean, Josh Allen, right? Fields, Kyler Murray, Lamar, big mobile cats, Hurts. I mean, okay. these guys. If if you ain't wrapping them up the right way, 
and you let them go, it could be out the gate. I mean, they could, you know, like they could right. turn a possible sack into a touchdown just like that. So it's true. It's, it just, it just, it, it's frustrating to me as a defender to realize we got to treat this guy like he's not a football player. Yeah, I, I like what you said while we were off air, Tom, where you said you just need to say hello. What'd you say? You need to say hello to him. Hello to him. Touch him. You you let him touch feel him your every energy. Time. <laughs> you know what I mean, let the refs know like you guys are real cool. So when you hit him, and you know it's not a big deal. <laughs> <laughs> nice. I like it. All right, so we got the text line open. Um, they are asking from the 816, uh, yo, 91, what advice would you give 56? 56 is George Karloftis. Um, you know, it would be hard to give advices. You know, I have to go sit and film and watch film with him. And, uh, but, you know, as a former player, being in the league at this time, um, you have to just become a student of the game. Mm-hmm. Um, this is this is what you're gonna do. You have about ten years, and you have to put everything into it. There's no when you're done, you're you're done. There's no I retired and come back like Michael Jordan. When you're done, you're done. <laughs> yeah. So give it what you got now, and you know that's the biggest advice. I I, t- I spoke about some of the things that I admired about you as a player earlier in the show when somebody else wasn't here. Mm-hmm. Um, but you you see, I slipped that in there. Yeah. Somebody else. Oh, you but, must be Dan from KC. <laughs> <laughs> Slipping those like a sniper. But I will say one of the other impressive aspects of your career is I remember the picture of you working with Joey Bosa on the field after the game. Like you seeing some, I assume you saw something in him and you wanted to kind of guide him. Well, Joey and I, we have a relationship. Um, his coach is the coach that I have had at Penn State. Okay. Um, coach Larry Johnson Senior. Senior. Yeah. Um, so he's at Ohio State, and um, there was a period of time I'll go to Ohio State. You know, shout out to Penn State. We won our bowl game, by the way. So <laughs> I'll go out to Ohio State and I'll work with their defensive line from a technique standpoint. And uh, so I was working with Joey at that time, and when he came into the league, um, he was watching me play because we're rivals, mm-hmm. and this one move. He, I wasn't getting enough playing time, so I had to perfect some moves. So this one move, when I get in the game, I, I can get sacks off. Yeah. And Joey's seen me just beat guys, like, flat out. Like, I, you lose. He's seen it happen. Off of one move. Yeah, off wow. one move. So he was, he came to me, you know, after a couple times he's seen it, it's like, dude, I got to learn this. <laughs> <laughs> nice. that's, that's humility on his side yeah. as a first-round pick and, you know, established, somewhat established to be able to say, you know what, I see something in you. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's respect. That's real respect. It, it is. I mean, Joe, Joe is a heck of a player out there. Mm-hmm. Um, for him to do that, you know, I knew guys on, on our team that uh, wouldn't come and even just do handwork with me. Yeah. So I laugh about it. I'm like, look at Joey. You know, Joey's mm-hmm. coming to me, asking me to help him with this. You know, that's kind of our nature. We're yeah. all, our humility, our humbleness of wanting to learn and and Joey just embodied it. So that's cool, man. Yeah. That's a great story. That's kind of like what you see with Travis Kelsey and Tight End University, and he and George Kittle, mm-hmm. and all those guys getting together. Uh, there, it's it's a fraternity. It is. You know, you got some rivals, and when you're on the field and they got a different jersey on, it's a different business. Right. But when you are together or the game's over, there's a fraternity, and you're all for each other. So that, I, I love to hear those kind of stories. All right, we got. The Hated Raiders, we got about two minutes left in the show, guys. Got the Hated Raiders going out to the desert, playing against a 6-10 and 10 Raider team. Tombo, what do you think we need to do in this game to – and we got we to gotta figure out how things are going to shake up with the Bengals, Bills, and who's going to get the number one seed. There's so many things on the table. Don't know if any of them are right, but don't know if any of them are wrong either, given the circumstances. So all we're being told in the locker room as players, just go handle your business. You can't control any of that. Go handle your business. How do the Chiefs handle their business this weekend? Uh, You know, you got to go out there and and be that dominant playoff team. It's almost like a playoff game. Mm -hmm. You don't want to look at it like that. It's like a wild card game. We got to go out here and we handle business early. And, you know, get some other guys in the game so we can have a full game. Yeah. Um, if you go out there with this uh, new quarterback, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's Jared Stidham. This guy's going to want to show that he's a good player against yeah. the, the best team coming Playing in. Playing for his career. So, mm-hmm. you know. He played well against 49. I mean, oh, yeah. He played really well against, against that defense. Yeah. I mean, if he can put on his on his resume uh, playing as strongly as he did against 
what some people say is one of the top is the top defense in the league or one of the top defenses mm-hmm. in last week and now playing against the top team in the AFC, like yeah. what better resume can you put together, <laughs> right? right? <laughs> so I, I get it. So he's gonna have incentive as well as several of those guys being at six and ten, plus they wanna figure out at least one time they can beat the Chiefs on their home field since they haven't done it in several years, right. whether it was Oakland or now in Las Vegas. Barbershop, what you got? Man, let's just get let's get let's just get bloody, bro. Let's just get the knuckles. Let's just like get 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 all taped up. Ben You're Davidson ready to go. type of attitude. Yeah, let, let's 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 grab him by the neck. Let's choke him out. Um, we got him down. Put your you know foot on the jug. Do I mean do what we got to do to take care of business? Realize like let's just close the season out the right way. Yeah. We ain't trying to uh, backslide into the playoffs off no lot. Man, let's take care of business. Do what we got to do. Obviously, it's Raider week, so I get a little bit extra violent. You know, I get a little bit. <laughs> Um, good thing my wife's out of town and all that, so I, you know the, I'm beating up the, the heavy bag and stuff. Now did I beat up my wife? Look, see, looking, I, I was no, <laughs> I was gonna wait to no, see no, if you were gonna clean it up. At me. You looked at me all sideways like you beat up. Like, I was just trying to see. What, I, I thought I was gonna have to throw you a lifeline. You, you, you said you was doing something, right? Yeah, <laughs> like, hey, like my man Thomas said, I, we need to make uh, a, a what his name, uh, Jared Stidham. Jared Stidham. He needs to feel our energy. Feel that's the that's the new that's gonna be the Feel new our energy. That's the new vibe about this show. We're gonna energy. make y'all in the Chiefs Kingdom like the Raiders and everybody else feel, feel our energy. Feel, yeah. feel our energy. That's feel what we do each and every week <laughs> on players only. Make y'all feel our energy, just like Dan does, just like Tomba did throughout his illustrious 12-year career. Thanks well, guys, we guys. are done with this show. Uh, I feel like this is a winnable game. Chiefs win this game, carry some momentum into the playoffs. We'll see how things unfold with the rest of the league, specifically in the AFC West and how, I mean, AFC Conference, and see how and who will get that number one seed, that precious buy, and then how these playoffs unfold. However, it shakes out. We will be back with you next week and through the end of the season uh, for the Chiefs. I'm Danon Hughes for Sean Barber and Tom Bahali. We are out. Peace. This is Players Only with Danon Hughes and Sean Barber. Thursday nights at 6 on your official broadcast partner of the Kansas City Chiefs, 610 Sports Radio. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com.